With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent. Controversial. Groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Hosts. Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Kenya, are you there? Hello. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Tell me something. How 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 was the sound? How was the audio? The audio was good. It was on a good oh. level. Okay, okay. I just want to make sure. Cause you know, last time I had some some difficulties with my um with my microphone. Okay, so how's everything been going? Everything's been good. Why did you cut the um? Why did you cut the poem in the middle? I, kinda, I just did that to buy a little time, you know. It's it's what? <laughs> how long is it? Like three, three, three? What? Three minutes? Yeah, it's like three minutes. Yeah, just that's just a little snippet. Just a little snippet for the listeners. I ain't trying to give away the whole thing, you know. Got to say that for the big reveal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm ready to um I'm ready to get into it. So what, right. what, let me see. Okay, today with the topic is we're discussing the myth of the myth of the chaste white woman. Um, mm-hmm. now before we get into that, I just want to touch on a couple of things, and we you know we have a couple of news stories we want to get to, and actually, one of the news stories is, is a good segue into what I want to talk about. Um. Mm-hmm. 
so you know, we did the last show we did. We had Cynthia G on with us, and it mm-hmm. was a uh, it was a lively show to say the least. Um, yeah. So the topic of that show was single mothers who's to blame. So you know, like mm-hmm. I, I've been looking at the I've been looking at the comments, and there's been a lot of guys coming in, you know, saying stuff, talking reckless, you know, calling a woman off, you know, talking calling them hoes and stuff like that. See, because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys, man, they are, they're morally bankrupt. You know, they're morally mm-hmm. bankrupt and their, their moral ethical compass is shot. So they, it's hard for them to, it's hard for them to distinguish between what, between what's right and wrong and, and, and what's fair. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot mm-hmm. of them think they actually feel like they have a right to behave irrespons- mm-hmm. irresponsibly when it comes to sex and somehow it's a it's it's laid at the feet of the feet of the of the women to uphold what is right and what is moral and 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 that is um you know that's that's incorrect so like one of them was talking about that's what they were saying talking about the women create single mothers i'm like okay do y'all do realize that the proof is in the pudding when it comes to this issue and i think the mm-hmm. most glaring the most glaring evidence that that our assessment of the situation of who creates single mothers is right. It's child support. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Child su- mm-hmm. The reason why your ass go on child support when you when 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 you create a single mother is because you made her a single mother. You know, understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why yeah. we have child support. We have child support for the men who make women single mothers. Period. You see what I'm saying? So I mean, yeah. that's basic. That's basically the end of the end of the discussion on that topic. Now, did you did you hear about this Drake and Pusha T rap beef? Yeah, yeah, that's 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 something right now. Now you know, cause I I, I wasn't aware of this. In in apparently in Drake freestyle or his, his his um his first shot his first rap against Pusha T, he mentioned something about Pusha T being engaged. So then Pusha mm-hmm. T. When he was when he replied, he said, "Well, since you want to mention my fiance, tell him who you chose as your Beyonce." And so apparently, Drake <laughs> has a love child with a porn star. Mm-hmm. And at and and apparently at first he was trying he was trying to deny paternity. See, this goes back to what we were talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of these guys do, man. They treat the child the way they the, the way they feel about the mother. You know he was you know because you know that was just the, that was just the jump off you know what I'm saying yeah. but you didn't use you didn't use the condom and protect yourself you know what I'm saying but you want me yeah. to blame the woman no that's that's on you you need to you need to handle your responsibility and take care of your child man you know what I'm saying yeah. but that that is the ethic that a lot of these guys uh that a lot of these guys walk with and then you you know she's a she's a white lady did you know that like she mm-hmm. was she I mean she's she, her her ethnicity is Argentinian but she's white. Right. So you know, I, so I thought I thought that was that was um that was interesting. Now an, another story I saw was there was a thirty year old man who <laughs> who had to who had to get who had to get removed by force from his parents' house. He was like, "No, nah, man, I ain't going nowhere." Did you see that story? Yeah. Yeah, and and, and yeah. he even had a, he even had an eight year old son living with him. I'm like. How bigoty can you be, man? You know, like these are your parents; they done took care of you all this time. To you, an adult. Now here you are, a grown ass man, and you have to and you have to be be removed, you know, w- with force. 
like with police force. Like they had to call the police on him and everything. So I thought that was interesting. I think I think that that story is indicative of the gen- of of the times and the generation of children that that we have today. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I think that I think that isn't because he yeah he's a millennial. You know, so I think that's indicative of it. Um, now the other story that I saw. And this this is a sad story. A 36 year old Swedish woman killed her seven year old um, daughter by decapitating her. And I was I was like, wow, you know. And and, and you know what's funny about it is because like and, and and that kind that's a nice segue into the into the topic of the show really because you know Thomas Sotomayor and others they'll say things you know because he he loves the to highlight the things that, you know, that, that black women do, like, you know, the unsavory things that they'll do, like when it comes to their children mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But yet, mm-hmm. a- as if those things are, are isolated behavior when it comes to black women, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so, so people, you know, like, like he'll readily put, put the, put white women on a pedestal as it pertains to black women, you know what I'm saying? So I just thought that yeah. that was a that was a funny story because that's what came to my mind because you know he's always calling the BT one thousand the Terminatrix and all this other stupid stuff that he calls them, and mm-hmm. and I bet you that there are there are tons of stories like that about white women, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's like we we we're gonna get into it right now. Um, the number to call six four six five six four nine eight five eight. That's six four six five six four nine eight five eight. Um, if you have a question or a comment or want to add to the discussion, press one. Okay, so the topic for tonight is the myth of the chaste white woman. So when I say that, can you just give me some of your uh, your thoughts concerning that? What what comes to mind when you when you think of that? What comes to mind is how um, you know Europeans have elevated the white woman to the standard of beauty, the standard of purity the standard mm-hmm. of womanhood, the holy right. grail of femininity, right. you know, and every other woman is compared to her, but not even to who she really is, compared to this caricature of her that they've made that's just basically propaganda because, right. you know, it's just not right. true. I, right, I agree, and, um, you know, like, and this and this is something that, I that, like, the last time when I had that discussion with Bernie Bush and, Vernon Bush and Jonathan, I had to tell them that when we start talking mm-hmm. about the, the the idea of femininity, the idea of mm-hmm. femininity as, as a as it relates to um, you know the Anglo American context, it is it's rooted in Christian dogma, and it was right. also rooted, rooted in something that was called the cult of domesticity or the cult of true womanhood, mm-hmm. and these are all Eurocentric concepts about about femininity, chastity, and and womanhood. So the the you know like these concepts aren't aren't universal like they aren't universal and uniform um, across the planet or, or or across different cultures and in, in, in different regions you know th- these are ideas that that um, that transform depending on depending on where you are the culture and everything like that so like a lot of times mm-hmm. because you know that's the stigma that we put that that we put on black women when we say that. They aren't um, they aren't feminine enough, and, and so what we really when we say that what we're really saying, even if we don't realize, even if we don't realize it or reckon, recognize it psychologically, we're saying that she that black women don't measure up to the standard of femininity 
as set forth by the by the pristine white woman caricature. Now, right. there was a the 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 antithesis of the cult of true womanhood was was the Jezebel caricature. And that Jezebel mm-hmm. caricature was something that was put on black women from the very beginning. Because when when the colonizers went to went to, to Africa, the mother continent, and you know, they saw all these uh scantily clad you know, sisters running around there with, and then like you know, like because like o- over there you have certain tribes and stuff where they don't even wear they don't even wear tops. You know, they're topless, mm-hmm. but it's not mm-hmm. a sexualized thing. So that see, because that's another thing too. Because even like when we start talking about women women breastfeeding in public and how like over here it's seen as a lewd thing, that just speaks to the level of the hypersexualization and over-sexualization that's, that's integral to American culture and American society. Because, it, it, like, in, in Africa, when they, when, you know, in, in other places, when they're walking around without their shirts off, that's because they aren't sexualized like that. It was the European yeah. who sexualized, the, the, the who first sexualized the black female body. You know, because they would even put, um, you know, put, put, Things in their in their medical journals talking about the black woman's hips. They have childbearing hips. Um, talking about how her physique makes her prone to to promiscuity. Um, you know th- that they were that they were haughty. You know, like they, that they were basically only good for one thing. So when we look at our our pop culture and our subculture, like especially especially regarding hip hop and how black women mm-hmm. have been sexualized and 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 over sexualized, that is coming from a place of where we've internalized that that caricature and that stigma as it pertains to black women. And a lot of times, like even when we talk about single mothers, you can you can see those themes come through what what the men are what the men convey. Like 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 I was just telling you, or the guy was calling, you know, calling them hoes and stuff like that. You like you don't even know these mm-hmm. women. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't you don't even know these women. And so that speaks to the level of internalization that's going on. A lot of these brothers have internalized a lot of toxicity from the dominant society, especially as it, mm-hmm. it, as it pertains to black women. You know what I'm saying? And um mm-hmm. because that's something I cause, you know I did a show with uh Cynthia G and 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 we were talking about that and I was just saying how how that is how that is something that was, you know, done wholesale through hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Through through mm-hmm. the images that were that were promoted. And so when we were all when you're already getting that cue from the dominant society and then you take it on and you put it in your in your mass media productions like hip hop, rap videos and in your music, what it what it does is it solidifies that it solidifies that image and that ideology in the, within the social cognition of the group, so now even mm-hmm. as a even as a group, we buy into and we believe that, and so this is how come they'll say things like, "Well, these women, like you know, women in the ghettos and stuff like that," as if those women are creating the environment. They are not creating the environment; they're reflecting the environment. Because what right. what also comes along with that? Because we got we got to understand too that while the Jezebel caricature was put on the black the black woman, the bedbug caricature was put on the black male. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And this, and this is how I come. I always talk about how how these how these a lot of these brothers are so disconnected from reality and from the black female that they don't understand whatever image you put on a black woman, it reflects on you too. It casts a reflection on you. 
You see, right. so they so at the same time that they put that Jezebel caricature on the black woman, they put the bed book caricature on the black on the black male. He you know uh, he's you know well endowed. Um, uh, he's sexually incontinent, can't control himself. He's a brute. You know what I'm saying? And he he loved white women. You know what I'm saying? So, right. so like a lot of these guys don't even understand that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like these things are thematic and part and, and parts of things. Now, do you know that I think it was the because I was looking for um one one of the earliest interracial couples, and and the earliest one I could find was um it was a it was an indentured white an indentured servant who was a white woman. I think I want to say her name was Ella Baker. I can't remember. And it was a um, it was an emancipated slave. I forgot his name. And this is around sixteen. This was around sixteen eighty one. Because you'll hear a lot of brothers talk about how you know the black the sisters was dealing with the white man and stuff like that. But I mean, as you can see, that was something that was that 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 the men was partaking in too. Because that was even before mm-hmm. miscegenation. The miscegenation laws were. Uh, yeah. Encapsulated within within the law because you know th- this is before the Constitution and everything like that anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So the next thing I want to talk about concerning this topic is the psychological colonization, and this is something we this is what I was just mentioning, like you know talking about um, you know the internalized views that that we have as a people when it comes to when it comes to whiteness and especially the men when it comes to uh, white women because they'll they'll readily put white women on a pedestal. They they believe like they they actually think that white women are more submissive and more and more docile and they do the you know they do the wife thing better. Man, you can believe that if you want, man. Like you know, like I talk to I talk to a lot of white guys, man. They be going through all kind of stuff with their wives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like so yeah. so. But but this, this that's what it speaks to. We automatically devalue what is uh you know what is what is black, and that's mm-hmm. why I say like a lot of brothers. The way the, the reason why they have that disposition when it comes to the black female is because they know she is a representation of them. So a lot of them psychologically are running are are running from themselves because we know when we well, see when we see her condition when we see her state we see ourselves. Because her state mm-hmm. and her condition is a result of us being being dominated, you know what I'm saying yeah. for the you know for for the last uh five hundred five hundred years, but white women are are by no means no little a- angels of or, or princesses you know be, and, and mm-hmm. matter of fact like there's dozens of of cases um on the books of where these white women would um, you know, falsely accuse black men of rape, get them killed, get them lynched, stuff like that. I mean, look at look at the Emmett, the Emmett Till case. That's a perfect mm-hmm. that's a perfect example of of that dynamic, and and it, it it perplexes me how that even even till this day you'll have a, a segment of uh, black men who, who will readily put them on a pedestal. You know what I'm saying? Um, well, some of the other things you you noticed about uh, about uh, the myth of the chaste white woman. Well, <clears throat> what I've noticed is that some brothers push the false narrative that a white women have better standards than black women do. That they, mm. you know, they're not 
and a bunch of out of wedlock babies. They're not um they're not conducting themselves the way we are and that our condition is because of some some destructive behavior that is just indicative of our blackness. But that's not even what it is. For for one thing, do you mm. remember that the Scarlet Letter? By Nathaniel Hawthorne, written in 1850, and it was a story of a white single mother. So there it is, Mm -hmm. 1850. While you're crying about what somebody's grandmother did in the 60s, you know, they were writing about single white mothers in the 1800s. So if you think that they have, you know, better morals or whatever, you're the only one that thinks that. Right. Right, but but you know what they we as a people we buy into we buy into that and we buy into, we buy into uh, into the myth of not even just just the, the pristine or the or the chaste white woman, but just and the superiority and the, and the, uh, the supremacy of of the white race because it, it's a, it's all a psychological kind of because as as I said um, as I said. Um, as I was saying, okay, we got a caller. I, I'll let them on. I, uh, caller, I'm gonna let you on in a second. As I was saying, um, you know, that's something that we buy into as a as, as a as a people. You know, this this idea of um, you know, of, of white supremacy, and 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 the way and the way it works is it works through pop through propaganda, especially with like with the mm-hmm. mass media, like the images we see on TV, um, the music. Everything like the, the 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 culture of white supremacy is constantly reinforcing itself, constantly. It's mm-hmm. constantly re- reinforcing itself and reinforming itself and re and um uh reestablishing itself uh within the the within the the minds of those that fall under uh, under that propaganda. All right, caller eight one three. Um, I'm bringing you on. Hello, good evening. Hey, how you doing? Good evening. Hey. I'm doing all right. Um, yeah, I uh, discovered your show like a couple of weeks ago, and um, uh, I just want to start a chime in. Um, okay. The for the topic for this week, uh, I, I kind of mm-hmm. agree with you 100. Um, percent okay. I think one thing people ignore also when it comes to this issue of the chase white woman is that like in white society, you have sort of a catch 22 when it comes to how we mm-hmm. treated white women, right? Because on right. one level, they promote this idea that, like, white women are so chaste and they have to do everything to protect them from, you know, the threat of, you know, the Negro and all this right. other stuff. But then at the same time, when you look in the modern context, they did as much as they could to, you know, sort of subjugate them at the same time. Right. right. So, right. you know, you look at, you look at, in a modern context, you look at, like, the white, white females, the most, you know, smutted out you know, female on earth, you know, you look right. at the pornography industry, she's the face of that. You look at, you know, the girls gone wild and pretty much every media or every form of media where you find there's just like this Jezebel stereotype. When you look at it critically and you look at it and you see what they, you know, what they put out there and then black men take that and internalize that and then, right. you know, pretty much, you know, express that onto the women. And then, you know, overall, all we do as black men is we pretty much just, you know, emulate white men. 
in the long run. Right. We just do a poor job. Right. We, we do a poor job of it because right. mm-hmm. the reason why white women sign on to white men doing that and they go along with the program is because they get benefits at the same time. So, like, when you have that job you don't like, but, you know, like, say working for the government or something, but everyone knows the government got the best benefits, right? Best health care right. plan, mm-hmm. best everything else. So the white right. women will usually go along with the program, but with black women, we essentially expect them to do the same thing that white women do, but without any of the benefits, you know? It's almost like they're on a probationary period. And, you know, even like you said last week, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, the single black mothers and everything, as black men, you know, we love single mothers, you know, when we want them to be freaky and we want to have sexual right. access to them, uh, you know, right. until the kids mm-hmm. start ruling up, and then all of a sudden, you know, child support, yeah, you know, yeah, why problem. is my problem? Yeah. You know, all this other right. stuff, and you know, and I'm, I'm not going to pretend like you know I always thought that way because you know, I, you know, everyone evolves in their thought process, and right. sure. you know, it, you you see you you see, you see like a lot of the online people they sort of just throw everything in the courts of black women, but one thing that I think we poorly emulate white men with is that white men don't really sort of, I mean, even though they have their own issues, they don't concern themselves with what women are doing. They just do what men are supposed to do, and then they just bring mm-hmm. women along. And I think that's one thing that we should be emulating that we don't, because right. when it comes to fixing the communities, we immediately start to blaming rather than starting to design a way of figuring out the problem. And, right. you know, one thing we need to do is when we step out, you need to realize that we can't expect for, uh, you know, for people to thank us in the long run, because we're we're like you know decades, probably even more than a hundred years behind a lot right. of these white men who worked in these industrial revolutions. You know, they died in the coal mines from black lung. Mm-hmm. You know, they fell from buildings. They did all this other stuff, and no no one remembers their names. You know, and right. I think in this modern context, we compare ourselves to the modern white men in that we want mm-hmm. to build and get mm-hmm. recognition for it, not realizing that, you know, we might build stuff now and then only our grandchildren will be able to reap the benefits of that. And until we understand right. that, mm-hmm. then we're always going to be expecting to get thanks and praises and everything and stuff like that. Right. You know, it, it's just, it's, it's, it's just not going to happen. You know I mean? We could right. cry as much That's as we want point. and complain, but, you know, you've got to be willing to sacrifice at least one or two generations the same way the other groups did to build a foundation. Right. And you know but, that, but you know that when you... And it, it, it's, it's deep. You said that because how can how can we even have that thought process? And and brothers don't even and brothers have a problem paying for the children that they bring forth from their own from the, from their own loins. You see what I'm saying? As, and that's why and that's why I said as a people we're so we're so disconnected. We have no family building principle. See, that's a that is a family building principle. What you what you just mentioned right there. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Even even though it's it's it's, it's um. Is generate is gener uh generationally based. It's it's a family building principle, and that's something that and that's something that we don't have. These the uh, uh, these dudes sit up in a bed with this woman, do everything do, do everything, and then act surprised when a baby come and got the nerves to be mad. So how can we, with that thought process and that psychology, how can we build for the next generation knowing we'll never reap the benefit? We'll never we will, uh, and that's what I'm saying. It's 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 gonna to start with a, with a cultural shift, but but you know um, a lot of us don't have the will to do that, and it, and it, and it's sad. But that's a great point that you just made. And I mean, just you know, so one more thing I want to mention also is, you know, yeah. a lot of guys. I think I think a lot. I think a lot of what we do is, and I, I don't know if I'm biased, you know, because I I have a daughter, you know, and you know, um, 
I was raised, uh, I'm an immigrant. I was raised outside of the United States. So I have a sort of a, you know, somewhat different value system. I grew up in a two-parent household and all that. But, right. you know, my mother took care of me primarily. My father was sort of one of these old school, you know, uh, uh, you know, Hispanic men who sort of worked, you know, tirelessly 24 hours a day to provide right. sports and everything. And, you know, even though I loved him for who he was, you know, what a lot of people don't talk about when it comes to these, because I mean, a lot of people will harken back to like the 50s and 60s of this golden age of, you know, right. black, you know, progressiveness and everything. But what a lot of people don't talk about, especially when you talk to the women from these era, uh, from that era, is a lot of the, you know, foul stuff that was going on back in the day. You know what I mean? Like I have two, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, half-sisters. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, there's a lot of women that dealt with that type of stuff. When I talked to my grandparents, uh, you know, and my uh, older aunts and everything, there was a lot of foul stuff going on back in the day. You know, when, like I think on one of your shows, the guy talked about men coming back from Vietnam, right? And, you know, how that mm-hmm. affected the, the family system. Well, what a lot of people want to talk about is a lot of these men who came back from Vietnam, you know, they came back with some real problems. You know, they had PTSD. A lot of them right. came back with mm-hmm. drug addictions. You know, a lot of them came back mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, issues where they were beating on their wives. You know, a lot of different stuff like that. The family broke down mm-hmm. not only because of the systems and the government and everything, but because, you know, they went over there, saw a lot of stuff. They didn't get any assistance from the government. And then, you know, they came back and essentially sort of imploded inside of their own households. And the women, right. mm-hmm. just like with everything else, have been left to deal with all that. Because, you know, when that man would go run the street, make babies, you know, all the way half on the other side of town, he'd be free to come mm-hmm. back and go as much as he pleases. You know what I'm saying? People right. don't want to talk yeah. about that. You know, they talk right. about all oh, the women did this and but, the women see, did the welfare what, and all a, that. You know? Right, but see, that's what a lot of that's what a lot of these brothers want. A lot of the, a lot of those brothers want that. They want the ability to be able to do to have that double standard. See, because when a person is dependent, when a person is dependent upon you, you can treat them any way you want to treat them. You see what I'm saying? And this right. this is why they have a problem with 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 sisters having a certain level of of in, of independence and not needing them for anything. This is why they have a problem with it because when they, when a person is dependent upon you, you can treat them any way you want. And see, and this is why they'll say, well, feminism destroyed the feminism destroyed destroyed the family, but the, the shit you was doing didn't destroy it. No, the stuff you was the, the, your behavior destroyed it. The things you were engaging them because, and that's why, and, and 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 like the point you just what you just said, how you say you have two half sisters. Men create single mothers. This is uh, like this. This is what men were doing. This was before um, the advent of child support in in, in, it, in its uh, modern incarnation. Men would go out, be and have a, and have three, four kids on the other side of town, while they while they got a family at home. You see, so so, and that's why and that's why I made that in my response to Obsidian. I I said this is we're not talking about this issue within a vacuum. There's a historical pedigree and a historical context that we can refer to. To, to to show who's right and who's wrong, and and the real issue here is is that a lot of these men are demoralized, like, and that's why I said we got to realize that a lot of these brothers that we're talking to and that's operating as grown men now were raised up in the era of pimp veneration, mag veneration, and in hip hop and gangster rap, and so as a result of that, their more their morals and their rhetoric reflect that. That it, it could like you'll even hear them say it. they'll be like I ain't saving them. That was in a song. Before you heard any, before you heard any brother saying I ain't saving him, you heard it in the song first. You see what I'm saying? But we want to act no, like the, we want to no, act like the wanna, music. Go ahead. No, what they want to throw out there too that a lot of people might not be you know 100 percent aware of is you know I mean there's a lot of guys you know that are 
creeping over to, you know, these, um, cause you know, you're talking about, you know, the white women and everything, but you know, there, there's a lot right. of men creeping over to like, you know, I'm like, for example, I'm in a, a travel group, right. You know, supposed to be uh. for, for men. Cause you know, they sort of broke off into a male group because the female group, believe it or not, was, I mean, the, the, the regular group was female dominated, right. You had a lot of females right. traveling and posting pictures and everything and all that, but it wasn't so much, uh, it sort of broke off and started doing a male group. And in the male group, you would think that it would be, you know, men doing the same thing. And pretty much all it is, is a whole lot of, you know, um, whole, you know what I mean? Every, right. every other day, you know, they're posting, they're posting up, you know, questions. Hey, where's the best place that I can chill, you know, open close quotations in the Dominican Republic, you know, in Colombia, all these, you know, Hispanic countries where, you know, the, 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 the currency is cheap. So therefore, you know, the vagina is also cheap. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, mm-hmm. you, you have a, like a, a pretty tiny subset of men who may be, you know, involved or married or what have you, who were like, you know, this isn't what I joined the group for. But the majority of it, and, and it's not men in their 20s. That, like, that's the thing. You think it would be younger guys. They're just kind of immature or whatever. These are older men, you know, who are creeping over to these other countries looking for vagina because, you know, they're somehow divested from quote, dealing with black women, quote, unquote. So, and and, and right. even in a lot of the circles that I roll in, it's like you're dealing with a lot of what men are, what men are on these days, black men in particular, it's primarily just about sexual access and sexual access devoid of responsibility, of all responsibility, I would mm-hmm. say. You know what I mean? And it, it just speaks to the overall condition of us because, you know, as much as we would like to, you know, get into this individualism because the first thing we do is we say oh that's not me right you know you someone tell you if i make a general statement like hey you know black men are failing at their jobs as fathers and as mates and everything the first people everybody's gonna jump in the room and say not me not me not me not me mm-hmm. but when you look at things in the aggregate you know if a larger percentage of one group is not doing what they're supposed to do then technically we're all failing and nobody wants to admit that failure first to take that next mm-hmm. step try and change things and you know i mean our our, our kids are really who you know who are going to suffer for it because it, it, it doesn't get any better it's, it's only going to get worse right you know, as right. yeah yeah so it's a it's a it's a uh and and, and and thanks for your call i appreciate it and, and um make sure you follow follow us on the blog talk site and also you can catch our um you can catch our videos also at youtube the great liberators sure, no at, at youtube yeah so appreciate appreciate your call thank you yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a great call. Yeah, he made a lot yeah. of he made a lot of good a lot of good points, and he made he referenced a lot of the mm-hmm. stuff that 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 we've been referencing, man. Especially as it relates to to the brothers, like and see what what they what what we what we tend to do as brothers is we want to pretend like we got it all together, and it's the women it's the women that's out of order. No, 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 no. The women are out of order because you're out of order. You see what I'm saying? Right. The women are. Or uh, your perception of the woman as being amoral and immoral is a reflection of you. You see what I'm saying? And we ha- and we have to realize that. Like you know what I'm saying? Like that's the way these these types of social dynamics work. It's, it's like th- these women aren't behaving this way within a vacuum. You see that there's a there's an entire culture that is that is operating, existing, and subsisting that's creating that's creating the the uh, the behavior and the pathology of single mothers. It's not just Something that's just happened out the um out the blue. Uh, the number to call is six four six five six four nine eight five eight. Um, press one if you have a question or a comment. Right. Yeah. So, so black women are not behaving that way. What? Now go ahead. Hello. 
I was just going to say that black women are not behaving that way in a vacuum. Black women are not behaving that way by themselves. Black women are overwhelmingly loyal to black men. So, you know, we need to kill this double standard of thinking that if a man uh, engages in sexual promiscuity, that's just being a man. If a woman engages in it with him, she's a filthy whore. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Right, she she doing you well. You're well within your rights, your rights, but she's doing something wrong. And then that, and that's what they say. Well, she she could get pregnant. You could cause her to get pregnant. You know what I'm saying? Well, whatever. When you lay down with her, that's the great equalizer. You're not better than her if you're sticking yourself into her. Right. Now and now the next thing is that that we need to touch on is is the European beauty standards. You know because mm-hmm. because brothers would like that's something that they like to throw up in the face of sisters. You know, like when we start talking about um. You know, when we start talking about weave and and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but my because and this is the thing, like I I even said it one time. I said if sisters have a have a complex to European beauty standards, who do we who do we think gave them that complex? You know, so how do we think yeah. they got that complex? See, and that's mm-hmm. something. And like I said, we're always very maladaptive when it comes to the condition of the black female, because that's something mm-hmm. that 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 you just mentioned. Like I said, at when, when at the end of since the end of miscegenation laws, black men have dated outside of their race more than any other group, right? right. And um, when they in the '60s, when they in mass got access to white women, that ramped up the sexuality of black women. Let's, and, and now for them to come back today and try and pretend like black women are somehow uh, don't meet the don't meet the benchmark of chastity as set forth by white women. Is a slap in the face because let's be let's be clear. It was white women who spearheaded the sexual revolution. Mm-hmm. You see, it was white women who spearheaded who spearheaded the sexual revolution. So the, re- the 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 reason why we why we make that juxtaposition within our perception and within our cognition when it comes to this issue is because of the internalized views that we have concerning black women and white women. All right, caller one eleven. I'm bringing you on. We got another caller. Okay. Yeah, caller. Uh, Big J again. Oh, okay. Now, Hello. Now, What's up, man? Now, now I, I didn't like how, how, how you went ahead and, and, and told me this truth on the last time I called again. Because I told well, you, you I was talking about black men. And you want to sit up there don't, and still and still sit there and say, I'm not talk, talking about black men when I talk about black men thinking tip of their dick and head on the shoulders. But at the same time, you, 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 but you still not, you still not uh, understanding why men are 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 are, are angry. That you like what what you trying to do is put is put all men into one box. You you and Cynthia G trying to put all men in one 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 box. That's not even the case. So okay, so okay, so tell me, tell me, tell me why y'all angry? Why y'all angry? Because 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 of because of the the propaganda. Uh, Telling us though, uh, if you're telling us uh, to- toxic masculinity, oh, you men ain't shit. You men ain't this, that, and the third. And uh, <laughs> mash you something, mash you something, mash you something. Do you, okay. do you think though? Do you, do you think though any positivity is going, is going to come out of this? Mash you that straight up. Come out of what? Absolutely. Hold on. Let me let me what, 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 No, no, I'm what? asking him. I'm asking him. I'm asking you. I'm asking him. Well, see, see the, see the, see the co-host. Okay, about? you need to watch your tone, though, because you called into our show, brother. Right, right, right. I ain't right. your brother. No, I'm, uh, 
Yo, the way the way the way the way you try and try and talk J. to me Big and, and, and Big all J. that. No, no, you Big, ain't, I ain't your brother. Big J. You need to have some respect on this show. I know that. Yeah, you ain't you ain't, you ain't our brother. Okay, now come out of what? Positivity come out of what? How is this going to uh, come out pos- positivity when 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 I see men getting more punished than women are? And we're going to talk about the d- d- double standards. Okay, uh, men, what do you mean men, 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 men are filling up, filling up the jailhouses. Men are living un- under bridges. While somebody, okay. while somebody on the other end, somebody else, someone's getting getting money and cash and all, and, and li- living off the high of the hog. Are you talking about welfare? I, I'm, not, I'm not talking about just, just about welfare. I'm talking about talking about this mentality mindset that oh, we, we all, all the men are to blame for their problems when when it, when, when, it's, when when you have people who are who who, who, who who refuse to look at the who, who refuse to be even handed in looking at looking at the problem. They want to blame everything on men all the time. Let's talk about this. No, I, 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 no, no, you're not. Because like, because the last time I was on the show, you was not. And you lied on me when I when I said you told me I didn't say it when I did say it. All right. Well, okay. Well, well maybe I was mistaken. What? 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 what no, what, you weren't mistaken. I listened to the playback. What's the issue tonight? What's the issue tonight? The white. Yes, because because uh, you kind of all you you all over the place a little bit. So what's the I mean, what 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 you have to say about the topic tonight? The myth of the chase white woman. Uh, it's a myth. White women I know it's just, a, just the same the thing. Well, white women just the same same as black black women are. Just the same <laughs> as Asian women and Hispanic women are. So I don't I don't I don't see, don't see the difference. Oh okay. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, thanks for your call, Big J. I appreciate you calling up. Shit. I appreciate you calling up, but uh, <laughs> Big J is he's kind of slow. That's why I kind of, you know what I'm saying? He, oh. he, he, ain't, he, ain't, he ain't all there, so that's why I come out, you know, I kind of take it My easy goodness. on him. Yeah, he, he's not all there, but more power. More power. Bless, bless now bless you know he's going to call on the next show to talk about what you just said. Yeah, I know. I know. He, he You know he made a video. He, he made a video. I, I forgot to tell you. He made a video about oh, the last man. show on 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 his page. Like a lot of them, like like a you know, I got an email from um from that guy Antonio. He talking about he he wanna he want us to be on his show Wednesday, um talking about what what was it? It's something about the, the the something uh something about black women. You know, something derogatory or or because uh, you, know, you know what? Because you know because you know this is the thing. Like they'll say like. If you have, because you know this was this has what been said. Like uh, some women have, some black women have said, if you have anything to say bad about black women, write it down and give it to your mama. So they'll mock that, right? But I'm, a, I, I, but I have, I have one better. If you have anything to say bad, if you have anything negative to say about black women, write it down on a piece of paper. Go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, and hand it to yourself because the condition of the black female is a is a is a direct reflection of the black male and his subjugated state. And status mm-hmm. with uh, w- within the system of white supremacy. Period. That's all there is to it. Don't, right. You don't even have to give it to your mama. Give it to yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> because the woman is a reflection of you, and and that's what they'll say. Like, cause I even told I even told um the brother Mugabe that because he's talking about black women they bad decisions. I said, so you telling me 
that black women are, are in their condition where they are at the bottom of the socioeconomic stratum because of their bad decisions. Yet every other group of women is, is, is in their position because, because of their male counterpart. You see what I'm saying? Right. White women aren't in, aren't aren't at the top of the uh uh of the heap when it comes to womanhood and femininity because they just are. They they're they're there yeah. because their male is dominant and made them dominant in their place because they understand that the woman is a reflection of them. So you can kick rocks with that logic. See, and that's why I said a lot of these guys they disconnect themselves from the black woman as a as 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 a group. We have a tendency to disassociate ourselves from the black woman when her condition is a re, is a reflection of our leadership either exposing it as ineffective or non-existent and that's what and that's what this is all about like the same way they're trying to say like the hood is a, the hood is a matriarchy how is it a matriarchy if we have all these sisters running around here with with with, with children and no man nowhere in sight that is a representation of what the men value the men don't value family they value pussy right you see what i'm saying that's what the, it's, it's a reflection of the men and that's why I said within this gender war, there's going to be a reckoning. You know what I'm saying? We showing up like Captain mm-hmm. America, like Captain America and them baby. You know what I'm saying? Like they did in in Infinity War. We we we, we here to bring balance. Okay, we got another caller. All right, caller three one four. Let's see who this is. Caller three one four. I'm bringing you on. Yeah, caller. Yeah, what's going on? Oh, okay. hello, brother Tiaki. How you doing, Mr. Tiaki? <laughs> Hey, I like uh, Big J, but let me say this. See, we're missing <laughs> the right. point. Okay. You got black women today dissatisfied and disgruntled mm. with what it is that they produce. Mm. I mean, let's be realistic. They okay. are pissed off, but they are at the ham of producing these males. I ain't calling them men. And not all of them. Let's talk about the certain ones that okay. comes to mind. It's black okay. women that's producing them. Right? Think about it. Mm. Now, what are you going to do? You know, once that circle is broken, I've said this, and you, you probably recognize it. Once that circle yeah. is broken, it takes hell come high water to put it back together. And that's just the way it is. Right. So I don't know what to say, mm-hmm. but I know one thing. You're talking about the action of males and not men because it takes a system in order to make a man, a male, I'm sorry, a man out of a male. Mm-hmm. And you're talking about white women. Mm-hmm. What Nigerians, women, do a lot better economically and socially than white women and right. also the Asians. Mm, and right. Nigerians are just as black as Wesley Snipe. So what's <laughs> going on with that picture? Anyway, I'll right, sit think, back and listen. Okay, I I I appreciate your call. I think it's uh I think it's the, like I understand what he's saying on that point. It's it's, it's our value system. Like just g- generally speaking, the value system of of just Amer- um, the American value system is one that produces um, sluggishness and, and, and laziness to a certain degree, you know, like because if you come in from a third world country or other places in the world where you have where you have to really get it in to survive and to make it, well then 
you know, you'll, you'll bring that you'll bring that work ethic over here with you. Now, I will say that I do disagree with Mr. Tianki when he says that it's it's the women creating them, creating these males. It's it's the entire culture. It's not it's it's not just the women. It's the entire culture. And that's they're like this because you know how we say it takes a village to raise a child. It it takes mm-hmm. it takes a village. Like when you listen and you watch, like when we have the, when we have the course of this debate, it's the it's the men that that um that co-sign the behavior that's producing that's producing a single mother culture. You said, and that's how come I always preference it preference it and say single mother culture because it's a, it's an entire culture that's operating where where both men and women feed into it and buy into it and produce it. You see what I'm saying? It's an, it's the entire culture, but I do get what he's saying with it cuz you do have a lot of silly ass women out here who will co-sign the bullshit of a, 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 a of men. Like, you know, like the stuff they, you know, like they that they'll do. Like I remember when that when that girl on Facebook live and she was exposing she was exposing her her um her lover and he was married and so he, he you know he went and, and shot in the head on Facebook Live. You had a lot of women co signing that. Co signing that type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? And this is and, and but see the 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 reason why <clears throat> excuse me the reason why he did that is because it goes back to that sense of a lack of accountability. Because if you if you understand accountability as a man then you then that then risk risk assessment will be a part of your decision making process, and this is how come a lot of brothers mm-hmm. a lot of brothers fail within this American system because there is no accountability mechanism, and because there's no accountability mechanism, there is no risk assessment in their decision making. You see what I'm saying so because yeah. like from my perspective, I would have already seen that scenario before I even decided to deal with it. I would have knew this is a possible scenario. you see what I'm saying. And, and and so yeah. that's how come he went to that, that's how come he went to that extreme, not wanting to take accountability for the situation that he created through his choices, through his decisions, and it, and, and 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 it's the same thing with brothers not wanting to take care of their kids, like when it comes to when it comes to um single mothers and and these illegitimate children that they're producing, that they are producing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But getting back to the topic, um, like I was saying, we was we were I talking about the. Yeah, go ahead. I wanted to say something about the last caller when he spoke about black women producing basically problem children. I want to know why is what he's seeing in our community that he thinks is detrimental by the children of single mothers, why is that so much, so much more heinous than the fact that white women are breeding serial Killers and uh, mass shooters, school shooters, True. predators of all manner, and and they're not even doing it alone to the level that we are. They're right. they're having both parents in the home. They still can't keep their kids from shooting up schools. But a black yeah. woman struggling along in a system where every single person on the planet and every single culture on the planet sees her black sons, especially as a target. For her not being able to produce the perfect child alone with all the odds against her, she's demonized for that. Meanwhile, the so-called chaste white woman who has every advantage available to her can't do any better with a husband helping her, with family support, with generational wealth, with the best of everything, all the connections, all the networking, everything given to her first. 
She's the top rung on the ladder. Meanwhile, she's not demonized for doing a worse job. I say if you are, if you have a partner helping you and you're still doing a worse job than me doing it alone, then who's better, me or you? Mm. That's a good point. That's a great point. That's a, that's a, uh, that's a timely point. Yeah. You, you know, that, that you're right. You know, you're absolutely right. And I don't know. I think, I think because like since the beginning, there's been this stigma when it comes to, um, single motherhood and the, and, and the conditions that, that, that thrive in the ghetto, because even when we look at the single mother phenomenon within an urban setting, most, most times, even at the earliest, um, glimpses of it back in the you know back in the 50s and the 60s it was it was a product of the environment and that's something that that's that's the argue the argument that Moynihan was making how that the how that the environment was causing the family to disintegrate you know because and we've played that clip several times but I you know I, I but I at the same time I get where Mr. where Mr. Tianki is coming from because they do you do have some women out here who 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 reared some badass kids like some single mother like I was just saying like they they would co-sign their son doing doing shit he don't have no business you know what I'm saying like but but again like I said it's a, it's a, it's a co- it's a cultural thing at this point it's not it's not, it's not even really one person or one thing you can go ahead you can speak to go ahead the double standards being maintained generation after generation that's not men co-signing bad behavior and perpetuating it and keeping it alive in their sons and grandsons, their little yeah, cousins yeah, yeah. And, and nephews. Of course, it's of the course same thing. I mean, right? It's a, it's a, it's. A, we live in an androcentric world. We live in an androcentric society. But what I'm saying is, is that the the woman, the woman, you have women who you have women who will perpetuate it too. Single mothers who will, who will perpetuate. That thought process and that behavior, yeah, you know, like we, 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 me and you have gotten into it with them on on posts on Facebook, can you? You know, like where they'll they'll co-sign their son hitting somebody, or you know what I'm saying, like just stuff like that, you know, like it, you, you know, like uh, you know, just stuff yeah, like that. Where, yeah, so that's something, man. Why? That's something. That's something that um, that they that 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 they do, you know, un, unfortunately. Hold on a second. I just don't like the fact that it's often brought up like that is representative of the majority of single mothers, black single mothers, and it absolutely is not. And we need to stop saying that. Right. True. Because at, like even and, and that's why I said, too, like we're seeing a sea change when it comes to the condition of the black male. And it, a lot of it has to do with the waning of the crack cocaine epidemic. Like a lot of uh, 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 the real sea change in the black community came with the crack cocaine epidemic. It came with the crack cocaine epidemic. You know, the crack cocaine epidemic was, you know, highly damaging to the to the to the black family, to the black community, even with even within the ghettos. You know, and and those ghettos um, changed overnight. But um, getting back to, to to this myth of the of the. The, of the chase white woman. It's white. Mm-hmm. We were talking about the the European um, European beauty standards, and, and like I said, that's something that that brothers like to throw up in the face the face of women. But the, the but the, the the reason the thing is is that you know sisters have to compete because of because the miscegenation laws have ended. Sisters have to compete with white women, and it, it, it it's on a scale where 
the because the white male is dominant and has been dominant, he was able to to orient his woman above above black women uh, from the very beginning. And so and, and mm-hmm. so and so for for you know for a lot of a lot of sisters, it's, it's a losing battle because a lot of a, a lot of brothers in this day and age don't value don't value blackness. I mean, that was something that me and Cynthia G was talking about too on her um. And we have like four calls. Wow. On her show, that's something that we, me and her were talking about when she was saying how, you know, the, the, there's this notion that you could be pro-black but still have a, you know, a, a white mate. And, um, you know, cause, because we were talking about it within the context of the Childish Gambino video and um, everything like that. And I said, I said, that's absolutely true because you will never catch a white supremacist with a black wife. You know what I'm saying? That's because right. he's all about whiteness. But yet we'll sit here and talk about how we, how we pro-black, but we got to... We got the furthest thing from black from a black woman on our arm. I mean, are you serious? And so, if right. sisters have a a a a complex towards European beauty standards, what do we think they got that from? They got that from the right. men, because a lot of brothers, even historically speaking, have had an infer- inferiority complex when it comes to the white male because the white male is dominant, and a lot of them view the white female as an instrument to gain parity with the white male. And that was going to bring me to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is WMDs. WMDs. <laughs> you didn't, they didn't find WMDs in Iraq, but we damn sure could find them in the hood. You know what I'm saying? WMDs. What do I mean when I say WMDs? WMDs are the white man's dame, the white man's drugs, and the white man's dollar. And all three have a psychological impact on the psychology of uh, of the black male, mm-hmm. there's a psychological there's a psychological connection between the three, and with, with that psychological connection, psychological connection is one where we try to gain equality or parity with 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 the white male through the, through using one one of those three instruments or all three of them in unison. Um, we have another caller, caller two two four. I'm bringing you on. And we have another call after that. Be patient, we'll get to you. Yeah, yeah, caller. Hello. Hi. Hey, how Hi. you doing? Hello. Hello. Hi, this is this is Adrian from Illinois. Hi. How you doing, Adrian? Hi. I'm doing I'm doing just fine. Uh well, I wanted to say something about, you know, the chase white women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fact that uh, like you said, they were the ones that Started with the sexual revolution, and you know mm-hmm. the the thing with um with uh, black men just being just totally infatuated with being with white women, <laughs> and how <laughs> and how uh you know they they hold them as a standard of beauty, but white women are trying to emulate black women in that mm-hmm. they're getting you know plastic surgery and and injections and tanning yeah. and you know all of that right you know but basically you know i feel that uh black men you know can't can't get over white women is because of how they behave, behave sexually you know mm-hmm. which you yeah. know as far as i'm concerned it, it should be a put off because most white women are so much more promiscuous than black women have ever right. been mm-hmm. right you right know, but but yet somehow and, within our within our modern ethos that has that has become flipped and, and, and switched. But you're you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. 
Yeah, and and uh, I want to make a comment about uh, the caller who said uh, something about the single mothers raising boys, yeah, especially. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, what I want to say about that is somehow we still are trying to blame single mothers. Okay, the the mothers are single, but the children have two parents. Mm, right. That's okay. A great point. So if 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 the if the if the children are not being raised properly by the women alone, where are the fathers? Why mm. are we not adding them into the equation? Because right. children have two parents. Right. You're right. And whether whether you know the woman and the man are together. That should make no difference as to how you are accountable to your children, your seed. Right. You know, yeah, that's 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 a, that's a great that's a great point. That's a great point. And and not the only that, single, but the you child know, has two parents. This culture mm-hmm. of men not being accountable is not only attributed to single households, single parent households. Mm-hmm. There are men. Of of uh, two parent households that have the same mentality. So You're right. How do we how do we account for that? Right. You right. know when we want to we, when we want to you know put all the blame on the single mother household. We have the the the, the children, the girls, and the boys from two parent households. The girls are becoming mm-hmm. single mothers, and the, right. the boys are becoming baby daddies. You right, know? right. So it's 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 more than where a child is being raised. What you know, whether it's a, a one parent household or two parent household, mm-hmm. it it have to do more. It, it's broader than that. It have to be the culture. It have to be, you know, like you say, generation after generation of right. just ill management of the family structure. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Right, and that's why I put the onus on the men because the, the because the men have the ha, have the um, the mandate to create the family dynamic and to create the community dynamic. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. in my view, too many men have abdicated that responsibility and that mandate. And everything that we see within within um, within society, within our within our communities, and within our social spaces is a reflection of them abdicating that responsibility and duty, you know? And so that's, you know, that's just what it is. But, uh, but yeah. But, but, I'd but, like but, to make one last point. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, my last point is that, you know, uh, black men, you know, they denigrate black women to mm-hmm. white women so that they can right. get with them and be with them and have children with mm-hmm. them, you know, but that's when, when are black men going to learn that, these women are not going to, you know, support them blindly. Mm. Why aren't those marriages lasting? Right. right. Why aren't those right. unions lasting? Right. Because they have the highest rate of failure out of all out of all um, interracial um, relationships is the black man and white woman. They, they have the highest rate of failure. So you're absolutely right. So I'm, I'm thinking that it must be, you know, that black men are is so much self-hatred with black men that they are willing to go out and try to mm. have something with, with, with people outside of the race, but they don't know how. Mm. They mm. don't know how to have a black family, and they don't know how to have a family with any others. 
Right. And that's, oh, that's the basis of the problem in our neighborhood. Mm, and our that's community. Interesting. Yeah. That that is evidenced by the fact that white women are swiftly becoming the number two single mothers of black children. And black women have absolutely nothing to do with that. That's black men doing that. Right. Yeah, because I, I I've heard I've heard I've heard uh, I I was trying to you know see if I could corroborate corroborate that um that statistic, but I I couldn't find anything on it. Is that something that that is verifiable? Because I know uh, even Cynthia G mentioned it, um, and I have heard I have heard it um a few times, but I was never able to corroborate it. But I but I wouldn't doubt it, you know. It's because, somewhere in my gallery, my photo gallery. Yeah, because as I said, at the end of the day, the the single mother is is a reflection of the men because we, because as black men, we've been conditioned to, we, we devalue marriage and we overvalue cheap sex. And so when you, when, and so when that is your value system, and that's why I said that this is a values issue. This is about family values. When that is your value system, then reason would reason stands to tell you that you'll have an overabundance of single mothers. And that's why I even, I even stated you know they're talking about how sisters today aren't aren't wife material. How are you expecting to be wife material when you haven't been making any wives? You haven't been making any wives for what for what forty or fifty years, and it's been it's been decreasing every year. Only twenty nine percent of black people get married. So how do you expect sisters to give you what they haven't seen? They're giving you what they see, and all they see is single mothers. You see what I'm saying? All they but, see is baby daddies too. How do they think they're how how do those same men think that they're experts on being a husband or even knowing what a wife is if the whole premise of the argument is that there are not enough black wives for black women to have that role model? That means you your your role model is absent as well. Right. I mean I, that's I, like I, the the pot calling the kettle black. No, I, I I understand that, but I'm 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 coming from I'm I'm making I'm coming from from their side of the argument. See, that's why because that's what that's why I said they're saying what, the women aren't wife material, but they're not wife material because the men aren't making any wives. You see what I'm saying? Right. And that's why I said this whole we got to realize that a lot of these guys who who are who who are having this debate with have come up with where where the dynamic has been a single mother dynamic. A single, a single, a, a single mother culture, and and now, now, don't get me wrong. When I say single mother, I'm that's not a reflection of the women. I keep like I, as I keep saying, it's a reflection of the men. Right. See, so so when we see the single mother, the single mother is an effect of the cause, and the cause mm-hmm. is the value system that, can that I the say men this? operate with. Yeah, go ahead. Can I say this one thing, and then I'm gonna hang up. Okay. The, Single mothers, when you say single mothers, people tend to think that you're talking about women that live in the ghetto, that low, you know, low economic level. But we find that there are single mothers all through the population. Mm -hmm. You're right. In the high economic economic status, Mm -hmm. you know, all down Mm -hmm. to the low low class status, you know, Mm -hmm. there are single mothers of all types. And right. and like you said, it's the men that are leaving them as single mothers. Exactly. Right. And 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 that's why I said that's why like they can they can make they can make their futile argument all they want, but we have the proof is in the pudding. The child support laws show who makes single mothers. And 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 mm-hmm. fundamentally speaking, it's the men. That's why your ass go on child support when you make a single mother. Period. 
But um, but yeah, we appreciate the we appreciate the call, uh, Miss. Thank Adrian. you for calling in. Oh, you welcome. Uh, we have, I'll we be have calling caller. again. Oh. Okay, thank All you. Right. Yeah, we have another caller. Caller one eleven. Yeah, caller. Yes. Yeah. Hello. Yes. How you doing? Hold on, who? Yo, I'm all right. How are you guys doing? We're doing okay. Good. What's on your mind That's tonight? Good. That's good. Uh, single mothers. <laughs> <laughs> I blame single mothers. They're the devil. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nah, I'm just, I'm just playing around with y'all, man. Um, uh, you know, I think that um, black women with single mothers, it's, it's a stereotype. It's kind of like the pickaninny and the mammy, and it's just like right. a re, you know what I'm saying? I mean, there's, right. well, there's good women with, with children who want the best for their children, and, you know, they buy them instruments and get them involved in programs, and they go to mm-hmm. their games, and, you know, right. they bake cookies for them on Fridays after school, and, you know, all the little nice stuff. And then there's right. the other dichotomy of that that's like the precious type situation right. Right. where it's like nigga, it's like boy get the fuck out of my face and go outside I don't want to hear that and I'm on the phone and blah 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 right. blah, blah, blah you know where that goes right yeah. and <clears throat> then you also have the dynamic of uh, the guy who's like uh, you know I had kids and uh, I'm going to go help raise some other women's kids and, and right. I don't right. spend time with my own kids and uh, you know, they, you know, leave the woman or, and then there's the cases where, you know, um, where a child is born between a black man and a black woman and a black man doesn't have a real good work history or work history at all. And this is usually right. coming from a very young age. Like you might have a 19, 20 year old who has no work history really. Right. And they have a child and, <laughs> I mean, that's going to be a recipe for whatever, right? right? So, you know, I think that a lot of these things, like oh, the single mother thing, I think it's just like to really, I think it's trauma-based mind control, really. A lot of this stuff is yeah, uh, to get under your skin, to intimidate mm-hmm. you, to, you know, to kind of, you know, F with you. And, you know, mm-hmm. and they have a lot of these talking points that, you know, get under your skin. And um, when I do talk about um, single mothers, I like to separate, you know, put the cards on the table. Like, there's this kind of single mother, there's this kind, and there's another kind over here, and this this kind of black man here, and here's another kind. And we also have this other kind of black male who, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. all the a lot of the black women that a lot of guys like, and I know a lot of people hear this, uh more black women don't like a lot of these guys because they don't fit the stereotype mm. of the naughty by nature type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? I got a lock and chain <laughs> on my neck and yeah. a baseball bat and some shit like yeah. that, right? So, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of sisters don't like those type of guys, and they spend a lot of their times with the D-boy and the pants, and they start laying around with other women, and then when uh you know, a so-called honest black man, or I don't know what to call them, the good guy, the Clark Kent type black man, when they come across them, these women eat these guys alive, man. Mm. Holy yeah. moly. 
Have you ever? I don't know. I don't know your history. Have you ever came across some of these sisters? That I don't know. Nah. You probably been married for a while, and you probably been yeah. Okay. I have. I've been, well, I've been married for a while. Okay. Well, uh, I've come across a lot of these women, and I'm not in this. I was never in the streets like that. You know what I mean? But I've come across yeah. sisters who that's all they lived. Mm. And when there's a conversation, it's just like whoa. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yo, like, yeah. man, yo, it's like, set it off or something like that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it, it's something, man. It's something to be uh, black in the 21st century as a black man. And right. the whole thing about the white women, the, uh, the white females, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, personally, I mm-hmm. don't go out running after them, though I have mm-hmm. seen some that were attractive that I thought were right. looking. Yeah. But to just go out and just be like, man, I'm thinking, you know, white, a whole bunch of white women. And it's just like, whoa, like, <laughs> yo, like, and I'm black. And I'm real black. So, I, you know, I'll be very self-conscious about that. I'm like, yeah. and I knew a brother, um, who was uh, engaged Well, they got married eventually mm-hmm. uh, to a white lady. And I'm sitting mm-hmm. on the couch, and I'm smoking weed or whatever, and then they just hit me <laughs> like a ton of bricks. And I'm like, yo, he's going to be married to this white woman and never sleep with a black woman again. I was like, yo, that's deep. I can never <laughs> I just sat there in the days. I'm like, yo, this is deep. How are you doing this? Right. I can't do a B. I mean, I can't say that I would never intimately be with someone, a woman of another race. I don't know. Marrying them, I I like black women. I think black women are the finest ones, especially the the Negro woman, the African-American woman. Yeah. I think they're the best looking. Uh, but sometimes, man, man, the dialogue is like so bad, and then you can throw the rap music in there and the drug culture, and it's just like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah, and then you look on Facebook and you look at some of these posts and you listen to the way they talk to each other. Even right. in those gender schism posts, they're like, you know, S this N word, and your mama could have been this, she should have swallowed you, and it's like, yo, who are these people talking to? Right, like yeah. yo, this is like some rap music type of, and they're like yo n word, and I'm just like man. I mean, I love rap music too. You know what I'm saying? It took me a while to say um, rap and drugs has uh, an effect on the way we communicate with each other, and right. it does. It does. You know it, it really, it really does. That mass media man is a is is something man, and and that's why I keep saying that 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 what is needed at this point. In this juncture, within um, within the the destiny of Black America is is a cultural shift. We need a cultural revolution. We need a we need mm-hmm. a fundamentally new culture. Something something. Oh, it's can, happening. You think so? It's happening. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the uh, the change of rap music, the skinny jeans. You know, rap music is turned into the gangster rap is kind of dying out, and it's more into the yeah. trippy. Uh, schoolboy yeah, backpack type of thing now. Yeah, like the shifting into that direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have a 
Yeah, and there's a lot of ambivalence to that too, like from the from the older guard, you know, because for the for the for the, for the longest time, you know, uh, you know, the gangster rap promoted the hypersexual, hypoaggressive, baggy, roughneck, you know, and so, oh, and, and yeah. so that with with it, within our our culture ethos that came to encapsulate what 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 was manhood and what was masculinity, and this is how come. Like now that it's shifting because that's something I don't even think we realize and and that, that like because I even started that at the top of the show was talking about how that femininity is not universal masculinity isn't either like like mm. early on like right around the Victorian period what was considered masculine is not what we consider masculine today because you would have like they right. like the men would wear, the men would wear pantaloons they would wear the the um they they would wear like blush you know the wigs and everything. And high heels, and, and, and that was yeah. right. That was masculine attire yeah. at that time, you know. But it, but it, but it, it shifted right around, um, right around the eighteen hundreds. It, it began to shift, and you begin to get the more outdoorsy, um, like Paul Bunyan type masculine uh, scent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that's something that yeah. that always shifts. So this is nothing new with, with what we're seeing, you know. Right. At, um, yeah. As far as hip hop is concerned. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, uh, no I was just saying. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah that, that um, but you're right though. That gangster rap, it is, it is dying out. But, but I think, I think what's coming in this place might may be just as, as problematic. I mean, it, it depends, mm-hmm. it depends on on it, on what we're talking. Because like me, I'm a family based person, person, and so like yeah. this is something, this yeah. is something that always surprises me how how brothers would talk about. Um, the the condition of the family, but yet we lack family family building principles. Like as a as a as a mm-hmm. culture, we don't have family building mm-hmm. principles. You know, like right. like nah. I mean, God nah. will make it will make it abundantly uh, abundantly clear that they're not dating a woman if they don't if they don't have access access to what's between her legs very soon. Can you am I lying? Very soon. <laughs> you know, and, 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 no, you're not lying at all. Yeah, right. actually, that is, that is a highlight of a man's life is right. to uh, get laid. Right? Yeah, right. And, and and but see, and and what the and what that indicates is, um, is a need for immediate gratification. And and, and mm. it's not only it's not only sexual that 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 theme will con- will control every aspect of your life. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, that's, that's why they need to stop. That's why they need to stop at, acting like the answer to what's wrong with our community is for black women to just close our legs and raise our standards. Because unless the men agree to it, it's going to fail. Or oh, we could all be sitting around with our legs closed, sitting on the shelf waiting for somebody to propose, and they're out having sex with all the other nationalities <clears throat> of women who have not made that promise. Right. Right. That, but see, that they don't really. That's that's just a, that's just a way to socially subordinate subordinate the sisters because they, they don't really want you to close your legs anyway. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's, Ooh, just, that's just the. No, I'm saying you know, they'd be one? like. No, I'm saying, like, check this out. Like, okay, like within the course of the debate around single mothers, they'll be like, you need to keep your legs mm-hmm. closed. They don't have a problem that your legs open. They have a problem that that there's a child there. You see, they want the easy sexual access. Uh, they just don't. Want, they just don't want any of the consequences. Right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's mm. all. That's that's mm. what it is at the end of the day. That's all. That's all it's about. Mm. Like they don't. 
They don't even care. They don't even have a problem with welfare or single mothers. They have they, the reason why they have a problem with the child is because they know child support right behind it. If this was the time period, like when, when we didn't have, when there was no such thing as child support, they wouldn't care. Right. The, Ooh, on, the, the only the only thing that that uh, tickles their fancy is, is is the easy sexual access, and as I come, I keep saying it's going. It, it takes it takes the men to shift the value system. It, yeah. it, it starts yeah. it starts with the men. It starts with the men. Yeah. But um. Mm. But yeah. But but we mm. appreciate your call, man. And 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 you know, just follow us at the blog talk yeah. site. And you can get our videos on um on YouTube. So we appreciate it. Right on, man. Thank you. Right on. All right, All right guys. All right. Yeah, I, I I like his spirit. He has he has a very calm, laid back spirit. But um. Yeah. Yeah, but you know. Like and that's what I'm saying, Kenyon. Like there has to be like a cultural, a cultural shift. But a lot of these, uh, and that's why I even told you know, like the other day when we were having that discussion, I, I I said, man, a lot of brothers have totally checked out from this fight. They're, like they're totally checked out from this fight. Well, man, we got another caller. Caller seven two zero. I'm bringing you on. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Hello. Hi. My name is Alex. How y'all doing? We're doing Hi. all right. <laughs> Um, I wanted to call because your last commenter, it, you know, it's frustrating. I'm 26. Mm. I live in Colorado. Okay. okay. And, um, you know, the relationships that black men and black women have is non-existent. <laughs> You're talking to someone who's college educated, who mm. um, was raised by her grandmother. But my grandmother mm. did an outstanding job. And it's hurtful when I hear comments like, well, you know, look at all the black women on Facebook and all these ratchet posts. We're not all out there doing that. Mm, It's gotten so bad to a point where we really don't have a choice but to date out. Mm. Because Because, where are the options? Right, because you you mean, and you're saying that because of the way that, that black women as a group are perceived? Correct. And so... Mm. We we have this dynamic where black men are fighting to be seen as individuals, but I have to bear the burden of my entire race. Mm. Right. At 26 years old, I'm I'm being told that um, you know I'm a cause of feminism. I didn't even know what a feminist was until I was 23. Mm. Right. And um, you have to apologize. My voice is a little shaky. I'm a little nervous calling in. No, you good. But I'm, you're uh, fine. I've been watching. Been watching your show, uh, listening into it rather for several months now, and I really appreciate you, and um, you know, just all that you have to say because it tells me that someone is out there listening to us. Right. You know, it's like we have this dynamic where the sons, like you mentioned, they're very promiscuous. We, uh, but right. the women, we're so we're raised to be chased. Right. I'm sitting here. I'm like, well, I'm 26 years old. I was raised a Christian. I've never mm-hmm. had sex. I'm still waiting for my hus- for my husband. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Right. You know, I was and, and, I was raised to value men. Right. And that's something that that's something that has not been <laughs> that's something that has not been reciprocated. And 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 I and I and and because you know I'm a father of three of three girls, and my oldest girl is 16, and so I sympathize and I and I empathize. With where you're with where you're coming from, and this is how come I said if an, if another voice doesn't rise up to combat what has been the the prevailing voice for the last several years, then in a generation, the complexion of the relationship between black men and black women will be 
will be drastically different and in a and in a worse place. It'll be it, it'll be worse off. And that's why I come like from the very beginning. My message has been that black women deserve this advocacy, and unity mm-hmm. to the race cannot only be uh, cannot only be allegiance to the black male. And that has to be the mm-hmm. message. And that's how come we're going to continue to do what we do, and 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 just tell and just tell the truth, you know, because a, a young a young woman such as yourself, you de- you you deserve better, you deserve a better standard a, a better standard of manhood, and 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 this is what we do. We and see we'll try and we'll try and groom our young women to be tolerant of the bullshit of black men by telling them, well, you know, the black mm-hmm. man struggle. You know that you know that you know what I'm saying, but when it comes to the sisters, we want to be we want to be maladaptive, you know what I'm saying, and, and just categorically write them off as hoes, as thoughts, as this, as mm-hmm. that, as as uh, as uh, combative, you know what I'm saying, and so and, and, and that on on a fundamental level, that isn't fair. That is not fair. So what is your advice to to women who might be in that millennial generation? Um, like I'll, I'll give you a scenario that happened at work. I work at Wells Fargo. I'm a personal banker. A colleague okay. of mine who was a black male, he's no longer with us because I had to have him reported, came up mm. to me in front of a white woman and he was trying to impress and called me a nigger bitch. In what? Front of wow. Wow. And see, wow. in front of her. Right. And, and that is, you have a lot of brothers now that have a lot, they have a lot of self-hate and that's something that Cynthia G was talking about. They have a lot of. Well, it's not just okay. Of, At this point, they're they're bold because mm-hmm. to say that in front of people that tells me that you really don't even identify yourself as a black man. Right. And, and, and you know, and we and we don't and we don't we don't and we don't have a culture right now that instills value in the black in the black feminine. We don't. We that's not what as a culture we don't we don't put value in the black feminine. We try and put all the value in the black masculine, and this our, and this mm-hmm. our come. Me and Kenya have been saying from the very beginning that it is about balance. It has to be about balance. Mm-hmm. It's not all about you as the black man. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's not. It's not all about us. It's a, it's about our it's about our women too, and it's about the children. It's not all about you. And so, not all of us. I, I mean, it's you know what? Like my advice would be, to just get a, get a brother, but he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to be Western. Or American, you know, maybe like some a guy from from Africa or another part of the world, because they'll have a different they'll have a different viewpoint, and they and they'll they're they're they're, they're uh, disconnected from the culture to where they can actually appreciate you for the person that you are and for the and for the young woman that you are. You don't have to settle for bullshit from these from from these American men, from these American black men, and that's the message that I tell sisters. Like and like I tell them all the time, you're not entitled. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. not entitled. I think and see, one that thing same, that black men will. Mm-hmm. And and see the reason why he could come to you and, and come up to you and say that to you is the same way that they'll they'll lay with a sister, pump a baby in it, but won't even make them won't even make that sister their wife, and then try and then try and run some run some psychological reverse psychology like she do it like like you don't have nothing to do with it. She made herself that. No, mm-hmm. you making her that because we don't mm-hmm. value our women. So I, you know, I definitely One thing I think that black men would need to be careful of is that in my generation, mm-hmm. I'm getting hit on by white men. Mm-hmm. They're telling me they like my dark skin. They're telling right. me they like my natural hair. They're telling right. me they like mm-hmm. my features. And it's, it's getting to a point, it's like, okay, you know, somebody is noticing me. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I may not want that but, for myself, but you're you're seeing a lot of black women starting to interracially date. At this point, I I can't blame them for doing that. Right. Me neither. I don't blame. Like I tell you, I don't blame them. You see it because we don't value our women. Like even like you know with this with the Serena situation, and see, mm-hmm. let me say this: there's a difference between wanting to screw our women and actually valuing our women. There's a difference. Right. And I and I and I and I think a lot of brothers get 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 that conflated. And 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 like I said, there, it's to the point now where they're they're so they're trying to take advantage of the broken brokenness of our people by trying to push polygamy. And I'm like, you know, what I'm saying as as if a sister, like a sister, for example, such as yourself, as you as if you don't deserve that one special man for yourself. Why you gotta yeah. settle for it? Why you gotta settle because they because they right. want some bullshit. No, man. No, you. And that's one thing. Like I, I tell, because I have, you know, I have three sons and I have three daughters. You know, and what I and, okay. and and what I've taught them from a from an early age is never settle. Never settle in life. And and so right. you don't have to shortchange yourself out of some misguided allegiance to anybody that's not that's not um, that doesn't have loyalty to you. Period. Right. You know, but but uh. You know, but 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 you'll be all right. And and you know, like like you know, me and Kenya, you know, we are gonna keep doing our thing. And our our mission and our goal is to shift the entire culture, even if it's, no, even if it's one broadcast at a, at a, one broadcast at a time. And yeah, and and even absolutely. when because you know now we're you know we're we're starting to see results from what we've been doing, and that's the and that's the faith and confidence that that we've had from the beginning because it's nobody else out there saying what we're saying saying it the way we're saying it and coming from a place of authenticity and genuineness. And when you, and when you operate that, when you operate that way and you lift up that truth, then, then it, it draws an audience. So, you know, yeah. so, you, so, you, so you'll be okay. Like we, we're going to get it done. No, I feel great, but I just really wanted to call in and tell you all, I thank you just so much for the work that you're doing. Your voice is being heard. We are listening and uh, I just appreciate it. Okay. All right. Appreciate your call. Thank you. All right. Yeah. See, see that that like call it's it's calls like that. You know, like young young woman like that. You know what I'm saying? But you think you're gonna call me shame me by calling me some simp? Fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? She deserves she deserves better than the, than the bullshit these niggas want to try and give because they on some bullshit because they have a fucked up value system in a in, in a defunct moral compass. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and, and and think that shit gonna work. It's not gonna work. Like I said, this isn't high school. This is not high school. You know what I'm saying? We have a we have a, a deeper mission here. And and and, I, and you know I like I, I totally like understand where she's coming from. Like, you know, and because and and that's something I noticed too. Like okay, because the other day I was at the grocery store, right? Mm-hmm. And there was this I, I don't know. She she looked like she could have been white, but she was like Hispanic, like she could have been um, Argentinian or something like that. And so mm-hmm. there were two guys. There were two. There were two bag boys. And then it was another. There was another cashier. She was a black a black woman. Mm-hmm. She probably like was in her in her in her early twenties or mid twenties. She had you know she had a little afro and stuff like that. So I'm just sitting there mm-hmm. observing, and I'm 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 noticing how the two the two brothers. Are joining in with the white girl to disparage and make fun of the black girl. You know what I'm saying? Like behind yeah. her back. You know what I'm saying? I, I noticed that. Excuse me. That was something that that was something that had um, that stuck with me. So I told. Uh, so I totally believe. I you know it's 
this, that's just where we are right now in the culture. You know what I'm saying? But we're gonna keep doing what it is that 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 um that the great liberators do. And you see that what she said? She said our voice is being heard. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Our voice our voice is being heard. And like I said, no and like I said, I know that that what we're saying is unpopular. I know it's unpopular. Right. I know we're not saying what's easy to say. If if we don't, who will? If we don't, who right. will? And when this and when it and when it and when it hits like a like a like um like a meteorite, then you're you're gonna you're gonna see a watershed moment where everybody wants to wants to try and mimic what we're doing, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shift this entire culture. But um, getting back to the, the the last point that I wanted to make concerning this topic with the myth of the chaste white woman, we were talking about the mm-hmm. WMDs, the the white man's dame, the white man's dollar, and the white man's drug. And I was talking about how that for you know within within the psychology of a lot of black men. Those three things have been used as instruments to gain parity with, with the white male, because he mm-hmm. because believe it or not, no matter what we want to tell ourselves as black men, the the, the white man is in the, is in the true alpha male position, socially, mm-hmm. politically, economically, and sexually. Because I, I, that's something I had mentioned too. How that something that has always confronted us as black men is we have not been able to behave sexually like the like that white man and get away with it. You see, mm-hmm. and and those are the two biggest two biggest qualifiers of 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 the alpha status, the the way you behave sexually and the ability to use violence, and that is something that that unfortunately that white men have have had carte blanche uh, with within this um, white supremacist system, but because of like and because you know cocaine cocaine was known as the white man's drug for a long time, even like this was even before crack. Because and that's something I always bring up too. Because I talk about how a lot of you know how black men pump that poison into the community, and yeah. and that was that wasn't something that we had to do because cocaine wasn't a new drug. Cocaine was not a new drug. Cocaine wasn't had had been around. It had been around since since, since um the the slavery days because they used to give it to slaves that worked on a, worked on the harbors in Boston and New York, so it had been around. Mm-hmm. So what was it about what was it about cocaine that made that made it have that psychological sway over over um over black men? What was it? When you look at the movie Scarface, when the movie Scarface mm-hmm. came out, the mm-hmm. two things in that movie that propelled Scarface to the status that he enjoyed was what? Have you ever seen that movie? Yeah, I know it was the the white woman, Michelle Pfeiffer. The white woman and the cocaine. It was the white woman and the cocaine that propelled him to that status. The white woman, the cocaine, and the money. The white man's Mm -hmm. dame, the white man's dollar, and the white man's drug. And there's a reason why we why there was a colloquialism assigned to cocaine that where they would call it that white girl. Why? Why are they calling Mm -hmm. it that? Because the psychological connection, because that movie Scarface, it sent a psychological message. And that message was, right. if I get that cocaine and I whip that coke and I, and I whip that cocaine and pimp that cocaine, then I get the white woman, I get the money and then I get the white woman. Now right. I'm on the same, now I'm on the same status as the white man. I've, I've reached equality and parity with the white man. And that is something right. that is that is encapsulated very well within within hip hop and rap during that time period. 
uh, hip hop and mm-hmm. rap served as the biggest purveyor of that psychology. And so we and so right. we have to realize that. Like we have to realize that psychological connection. Um, we got another caller. Caller three one three. I'm bringing you on. Yeah, caller. Oh yeah, uh, peace. And uh, thank you for taking my call. All right. How you doing? Uh, I had wanted to say because I had seen the topic, and I had okay. wanted to say that um, you know, like I said, it's it's really unfortunate in 2018, you know, that you know we you know black men and black women have been turned to rivals or whatnot. You know, I mean, it was really great psychology by white society. And the, mm-hmm. the, the mental games and tricks they have played on us, and you know right. we, you know, unfortunately aren't able to That's see, it, you know, mm-hmm. that you know we 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 are able to see that as a group of people, and it's it's very unfortunate. Um, like I said, you know, we know the issues and the problems, and and you know we, you know, like I said, certain people that rather be intellectually lazy and get mm-hmm. off into the gender wars and the Right. slinging and the the embarrassment is some of us that you know rather go deeper into the study and understand how we come to this point. But you know, like I said, you know, I think you know as far as like moving in the future, mm-hmm. um, a lot of us, you know, we just have to be uh, destroyed, you know, because you know a lot of us have given over to a reprobate mind, and mm-hmm. you know it's hard to it's hard to lay customs, traditions, morals, you know, uh, ethics. It, it, it's hard to lay certain stuff on the, on, on the everyday average black, black man and woman walking around because, you know, like the, the hip-hop culture, like we really, like, and that's why I say a lot of times I don't blame stuff on black American culture because if mm-hmm. you look at that, you know, pre-1960s, really black America was an industrious people. You know, right. like really, if you really, really look at it, we was like, you know, as a people, as a group of people, Black America at that generation, they was really an industrious people for that time. So, yeah. you know, the hip hop culture and the effect that that's had on us has right. really brought us down to the, have the moral standard that it we had to be to be in this condition. So, I think not even getting off into why we into it with each other and the white women and all this whole stuff and the white skin, light skin worship. We just need to really look to the future, and I think the only we at the point how the Chinese was in the in the nineteen thirties and forties, where mm-hmm. you know you had so many useless people, and not even it being their fault, not even blaming the black youth and a lot of people for their mental condition, but you but nonetheless they're in this mental and spiritual and cultural condition, and mm-hmm. you know we really don't have the resources, you know when you got shoe like uh, these are bloody shoes and. And you know all the the stuff that's constantly being pumped into us on a daily basis. You know right. we don't have the resources. We don't have the resources, and the major things we would have to change to get back right as a people. We don't we don't control them. Like we, you know the major major things. You know as far as like trying to control, you know control the images that we see, the music that we hear, the mm-hmm. the, the, the academics that our kids are taught. We can't control them. That's why you have the free nations like the Koreas and the Irans, that's where they're very controlling of the type of media and the type of information that the youth um, observe because any certain things of them being able to listen to, it have negative effects. And here in 
in America, we've been allowed to ingest every type of sickness. So right. I just feel like, you know, we, we really have to look at the what's the, the major solution. I feel like a lot of these people, we, we got to allow them to continue on their death process because, you know, what's 40 million people when you 40 million in confusion? You know, we, you know, we need... Forty million people. We need if we had four million people, mm-hmm. but four million people that was in the right state of mind. They were, cause, I mean, because we wasn't even doing this stuff three generations ago. And, and right. It's like it's to the point now. Like you, if we just got down to four million, even if it was three million, but you had people that had a purpose, a constructive purpose, and you mm-hmm. had people that was trying to think rationally and think and think like the free world, you can move on. But you know, we you know we don't have the like I I go on these you know the forums and people go well we're gonna get this information but you don't have the major things that you had to do to, to turn us around we don't control it and mm. it's like you know we just you know we so into this you know we we like our you know the enemies within you know everybody is so into their own self so it's like a lot mm. of these people you got you got to let them fall by the wayside so we can move on you know like. Yeah, I mean, you know, you just got to do that because, you know, we is, you know, you got people out here just thinking right, just constructive. I, there's plenty of people out here just in the minority just doing stuff, but you got a thousand other black people coming behind them destroying their work. So mm-hmm. we, you know, we have to, you know, we just have to get ready for it. Like I said, I don't want to talk you to death, but I think but take yeah. my call, you know. Okay. And, you know, peace be upon y'all. All right, all right. All right. Appreciate your call. All right, he was on his Hitler stuff a little bit. I don't know about all that, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> kind of, kind of, about? He, he kind of was talking about eugenics a little bit. I, damn, nigga. Um, but um, I mean, I, 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 I get, I get his point though. I mean, it's, a, it's a heavy lift, and at this, at this juncture. I mean, you could, you could. I mean, it, it, I, 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 I can see how anyone. I can see how someone could take that could take that stance and, and and write the and write the entire collective off. But I remain an eternal optimist, and so nothing is impossible. And and one thing I've learned within my life and within my journey is that there is an there is always an answer. There's always an answer, and so it, it, it's entirely possible and feasible and plausible. For us to turn ourselves around and get ourselves back where we need to be, where we need to be, and 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 look, I mean, I know that that to do that is is a heavy lift, man, and it's something that's going to take yeah. going to take effort, a lot of effort. But before we can even get to that point, we have to get we have to get the morale of the people up to to even take a task of of that enormity, you know, and so. Yeah. That is what that is what the media the media platform is for, and, mm-hmm. and and like I said, we have we have real world things that we want to do too as the great liberators. It's not just a thing where we want to just talk, and you know, and and sell DVDs and sell merch. It's you know, we we have real tangible things that we want to do that can actually serve the collective, and serve the community, and serve the people. And so we're just gonna keep doing, you know, we're gonna keep going on with our with our mission. And blind faith and optimism, and mm-hmm. we know that if 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 we don't get weary and well doing, then we'll reap the harvest. 
You know what I'm saying? Right. And so that's at the end of the day, that that's what it's about. But we're we're down to the last four minutes. We had a lot of callers tonight, and and look, like the the mm-hmm. the, the show is growing. The show is growing. Mm-hmm. We we we've gained. We've had like what a nine hundred percent increase in subscribership on on yeah. um on YouTube, and you know this Cynthia G was a, was definitely a shot in the arm. Big shout out to Cynthia G. Um, definitely. Right, and so this is this is just this is just the beginning, and we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the same uh, message, the same tenacity, the same um, insight, foresight, and hindsight, and continue to dissect, you know, diff, uh, different topics and bringing a bringing a fresh perspective to the people. That's what we're going. That's what we're gonna uh, do. But uh, can you can go ahead and announce our social media and stuff like that, and um, take us on out of here. Okay. Well. Thank you for joining us on Blog Talk Radio. For anybody that's watching this on the YouTube, our Blog Talk is uh, www.blogtalkradio.com backslash The Great Liberators. On YouTube, we can be found under the username The Great Liberators. On Twitter, we are Great Liberators at Great Liberators. On Facebook, we are The Great Liberators Radio Show page. And then our Facebook group is called Black Men and Women. Women United. So join us there. Yeah. Oh, go to um, our YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. And make Black America great again. Yep, make Black America great again. This has been this this uh, this week's episode of the Great Liberators Radio Show: The Myth of the Chaste White Woman. All right, y'all have a good night. Good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.